0: Welcome to Shaping Ecommerce with Iron Plane. This is where we talk about e-commerce development, solutions, digital marketing, and all things e-commerce. Be sure to check out the description below each video to find additional resource links and show notes. We upload new videos each day. Please like and subscribe to our channel. In this episode of our Tech Series, CEO Robert Giovanini will discuss. Going mobile and the pros and cons of using a native app versus a progressive web app.
1: Hi, I'm Robert Giovannini, the uh, co founder and CEO of Iron Plane. Uh, We're continuing today's series with uh, uh, how to choose a platform. Today, we're going to focus on a slightly different topic, but it's related to all these questions, uh, which is how you handle mobile we all know that mobile is growing as a very large percentage of how users interact with our e-commerce websites. Uh, More and more people are actually finishing their entire transactions on a mobile device, but certainly a huge portion start on their mobile device uh, researching and finding uh, the sites that they're interested in. So capturing that uh, audience and making it easy for them to find what they're looking for and ideally check out is, uh, is the holy grail. Because it's hard to do. There, there's several things that come into play here. One, we have different mobile platforms uh, that render content differently. Uh, on mobile browsers, even when you have a you're pulling up a website in a browser, it's rendering your content differently. And if you're just taking your uh, traditional website and, and contorting it to fit into the mobile screen, it's not a great user experience and we know that. So one of the early ways to deal with this was responsive web design, right? Where essentially you get into your the website on a browser and the site automatically scales everything to fit either a, a phone or a tablet. Uh, and there's usually two or three set dimensions here and everything kind of collapses down. Menus go up into the hamburger, uh, three lines and images get, start get, getting stacked and scaled to fit on the screen. So you're not having to scroll left and right. You're going up and down mostly. It's not bad. It's actually uh, can be done very, very well. But the more complex your products are, the more complex your content is, the harder it is to make that kind of design work. So on the complete opposite extreme, we have native apps. Now a native app is something you you know well. You go on your phone you go to the app store, uh, whether it's Google Play or the Apple app store, you find what you're looking for and you download the app. Now, The great news about a native app is that it allows you to leverage a lot of the phone's functionality, like the camera and other features, Uh, but it also just plays natively with the phone's interface. So it's a lot easier for you to do things. You're not constrained by a browser and how it has to render content. So here are screenshots, and you can see when you look at the screens here, it's easier on the phone to navigate and leverage the phone's native functionality including the camera. Uh, So this is great, Uh, it's fantastic for user experience, but there's two things that make it difficult for our clients to put those things into place. One, pure cost. Building an app is expensive. Doing it correctly is very expensive. On top of that, you have to keep updating it because in order for your app to stay within these marketplaces where you can download them, uh, you have to keep up to speed with every change that either you know that apple in particular requires so if you want your app to stay current you're going to have to be in a constant uh, cycle of updating it to stay up with the current ios requirements that can get expensive two how do you encourage somebody to download an app if they're not regularly coming to your website. I mean, I could see using apps for my delivery services, right? Uh, DoorDash is a great example. I will use that app because I go to it probably too often. Uh, But maybe Amazon. Amazon is uh, kind of uh, a place that we shop often, right? And so you might use the app. Although it's interesting, I don't always go to it. But For a typical e-commerce site where somebody may not be coming regularly, uh, downloading an app seems like a big ask. So uh, unless I have some other way I'm interacting with that company on a regular basis, maybe through community uh, building, uh, I'm going there and doing research, who knows, hard to justify getting an app for your standard e-commerce company. So this is where something like PWA comes in, progressive web apps. The idea behind PWA is that within the browser now, using PWA technologies, we can create a very native app-like experience for the user. And it scales from phone to tablet, again, up to desktop with this custom front end. Now, I'm gonna pull up the PWA Uh, This is for spread Bagelry. It is not necessarily true e-commerce, though you you order online, so it certainly fits the mold of e-commerce. But you can see we built a a PWA uh, using Strappy, which is a a front-end technology, Uh, and then it is integrated with Olo, which is an order management system, a restaurant order management system. And... If you bring up spread bagelry, and the links will be in the show notes below, on your browser, your desktop browser versus your mobile phone, you'll see very clearly how it's shifting uh, and how it renders the results. It's far faster, it's far more efficient, uh, and it does allow us as we move forward here to add in more custom functionality than we wouldn't be able to do on just a standard responsive web design. Uh, It gets far closer to replicating what you might be able to do with a native application. The downside to this is that it's expensive to get into and relatively expensive to maintain. There is no such thing as a true turnkey PWA solution. There are groups out there doing some great work. Uh, Shogun, we like a lot as a partner. Uh, Heva is doing some great work with uh, their PWA solutions. They're fairly turnkey, but as modular and, as they are in their building, there's still a lot of customization that has to happen in order to leverage fully the PWA in your standard e-commerce site that's got maybe some customization going on. So uh, it it's a business analysis. Uh, we're happy to walk people through and help them decide if it makes sense to go to PWA. Uh, I think it starts with looking at what your current users are doing and how many of them are truly mobile. And and if you think that you have Uh, a business opportunity there, it could certainly be well worth it. I do think that over time we're going to see the cost to implement PWA uh, get lower and lower and easier and easier. Uh, We see this already with uh, uh, all platforms moving quickly to offering headless solutions. Headless meaning you are uh, able to leverage the platform itself for all of its core functions and features, but then you can put on your custom front end and that can be a PWA solution in this case. We'll also put down a link to uh, a guide we've created about PWA that'll just explain in more detail what is PWA and uh, help you to think about whether it's worth it for your organization. Thank you again. Uh, We appreciate you stopping by and listening. And uh, if you have any questions, feel free to let us know. And if you have uh, specific ideas for content you'd like to see us cover, please drop us a line. Uh, We're happy to see if we've got an expert on staff that can talk to your particular question and get it up here.
0: For more insights on how to improve your e-commerce website and for a free consultation, visit ironplane.com. Follow us on social media and like and subscribe below.